Hey guys, so I'm here with Chef Laurent from BL Brossery, and we've been chatting for a couple minutes now. Uh, thanks for having me, man. Oh, I really, my pleasure. I really Thank you. appreciate it. Thank you. Know? you. We, uh, we go back a, a little bit. I think we said I, I used to, to work under you three, three and a half years ago or so. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so how are things going? Things are very good. Things yeah. are very good, yeah. You have a, a busy, busy holiday season? It's been very busy. Very, very busy. Uh, when I was here before, you, uh, you started the, your, your wine club. How, is, how has that been, been taken that's off? Been, that's been very good, you know. We started that in uh, well, something like three years ago or four okay. years ago. And, uh, yeah, it's good. We have like 200 people. And uh, it, it's, it's not really like uh, any other wine club, you know. It's more, well, first we just do French wine, you know. Okay. Which is, you know, we don't want to compete with all the wineries and things. Yeah. And, and it's more... Uh, we have a lot of local people who are members of it, and it, it's more like a, a social club more than only a wine club. Okay, you know? like things. The wine is important, but the wine on the food, but it's also uh, it's also meeting some people, on, and uh, that's been the best part of it, you know. Do you do you are you the one who curates the the wine list? Yeah, we do the we do we take care of the wine, you know. By try to find we, try, we always try to find for the wine club some like new things, try to make people discover some new wines and okay. things they are maybe not very familiar with and, uh, and learn something, you know, and every wine come with like, we do little testing notes and uh, give some recipes also, of, uh, okay. you know, to pair with the food, with do, the wine. Do you give them any of the, any of the top secret recipes? Yeah, nothing is really a secret. No? Oh, that's good. Yeah. I, I, I like that. Um, so is it blasphemous for me to ask where your, your love for wine came from? Because you're French, like, is it? Is well, it's been, you know, uh, food and wine go together. You know, it's been if yeah. you if you are a winemaker and you love wine and thing, or you are uh, you love enjoy wine and thing, it's been you, you you know, obviously you're gonna like food, you know, because that goes together. And for the food, it's the same thing, you know. If you enjoy good food and sauces and and things, it's been you're gonna. You're gonna, you're gonna go to one yeah. either, you know. Yeah. It's both they are they are together. So the kind know? of the two passions kind Absolutely, of yeah. kind of came together. Yeah, yeah. Now, so you've been pretty. You've been successful here for. Are you over twenty years now? Twenty two years. Yeah. Twenty two years, yeah. man. Congrats. Yeah. So you've been successfully owning and operating, being a chef here for yeah. for twenty two years. Uh, has food always been always been a passion in your life? Oh yeah, I started. I was sixteen years old and uh, worked in France. Work my way, uh, work in some two, three stars. Do you remember restaurant. the first place that you ever worked at? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, uh, I went for uh, become apprentice in a restaurant in Lyon, France. Okay. And uh, it's been, it was like a old classic, traditional restaurant and uh, old chef. Yeah. Pretty tough and uh, and uh, but you know learned it the right way you know. And uh, where did he start you out at? Oh, at the beginning, you're not even coming to the kitchen, you know, you just you just stand out, stuff. okay. Oh, yeah, you know, <laughs> okay. cleaning, cleaning the fish, doing the, you know, the cleaning, the, you know, you don't do that much the first few months, you know, and after, you know, if you're sure you're getting better, it's when you get to do the salad and the prep okay. and thing, and then, like, but it was an old traditional restaurant, you know. Yeah. And that, 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 
think that's the best way to learn, you know? Yeah, especially like, um, you know, a lot of people credit uh, French cuisine as being like the basis for, for you know, every other thing. Like there's French technique in, in American food. There's French technique like okay. in... You're talking to me, see, you know? It's yeah. <laughs> so, I'm not going to say the opposite. You so, know, but, so, oh, you would? No, I would not. Oh, yeah, of course, <laughs> right? Um, so, real quick, what is the what is the hierarchy that someone goes through in the kitchen? Like you said, they start cleaning the fish, and yeah. then and then they go to salad. Where would you put them? Where where do you? How do you teach somebody stuff? Like they go from salad, then what's the next thing they start doing? Well, yeah, you know, because obviously the the more uh, more difficult would be more like the cooking part of the, the stuff. You mm -hmm. know, it's been you know you're gonna learn uh, everything about the product or what you work with and and uh, and uh, the preparation of the. But you know things are a little different now. So you know when I when I started, we get in the morning, we get the old fish, you know, and you gotta clean it up and yeah. uh, get the scales up yeah. and, uh, <laughs> the fun and, stuff. Uh, and do the fillet and thing. Here now you you can receive everything already fillet. You pretty just much. have to portion it pretty yeah. much. You, you know? just gotta cut it. It's been you know it's like it's but it, it's in one way it's a, you know it's convenient obviously for a restaurant and uh, laborers and stuff, but. It's it's nice to know to do those things, you know. And yeah. uh, a lot of people don't don't really know that part now, you know, or to fillet a fish. Yeah, or to, no. Uh, you I know, mean, to do those things. You short know? short of the people who are actually out there fishing. Yeah. I mean, I I've worked with a lot of people in in restaurants, and I don't uh -huh. know many of them that can yeah. clean a fish or. Yeah. Oh yeah. I've never I've never uh, butchered down like a whole a whole pig or anything. Mm -hmm. But did you have experience doing stuff like that too? Yeah. We do like we get the meat, you know, lamb and everything. Thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You learn the old thing, you know. That's why I think that's what is a good way to learn, you know. I mean, you know, after you take what you want, you know, but you, you at least you know to do it, you know. Yeah. If you need to use it, it's great. If you don't need to, fine. But you know to do it. You, you know, know how to exactly. how, how what to do with it if exactly. you're if you're presented yeah. that. So you said that you started as an uh, apprenticeship. Did mm -hmm. is that something that you do for free do you want to get that or yeah I yeah of course we'll take a quick break when I get commercials I'll put the commercials in yeah. right now that's right the Albuquerque good afternoon where were we at uh, apprenticeship so is that something that you you did for free like you came in and no no but uh, you uh what you do it's like there's different way you know you can go to a culinary school Mm -hmm. uh, you know, that was my time when I did that, you know. Yeah. You could go to a culinary school or you can do an apprenticeship, you know. I mean, you go to you go to work in a restaurant and uh, one week every month I'd go to school during the day. To, oh, so uh, you go to school too? Yeah, for one week and, you, you know, you just, you know, do all the, the other thing, you know, the, you do at school, you know. And okay. And, oh, know. so like regular school, because you yeah. were said you were sixteen at the time. So yeah. yeah. So like you were still in high school. Yeah. And uh, it's been uh, the the apprenticeship is two years. When you do that, and at the end of two years, you got to pass the test, you know, and you get your, your oh. diploma. It's like it's like okay. you know you can get that that credit by going to school or by or doing by, an apprenticeship. By going okay, yeah. so it's something that's actually through like some school system. Yeah, yeah, okay. you know, it's like, it's good for the restaurant people over there because, you know, the you know, apprenticeship is, apprentices mean you, you don't pay him as much money because you're yeah. responsible to, uh, to teach him. To teach him. It's been, 
I would not. Yeah. <laughs> I would barely make any money, yeah. enough money to live, you know. But okay. uh, but it's it's the way to learn, you know. And after, you know, after when you move out, even the first few jobs you get after, you know, if you want to pursue the the way I did, you know, by working in like some more upscale restaurant or thing, yeah. it's been you don't get paid that much either, you know. You just do it to learn, you know. Yeah. So do you do you have any? Any chefs that you look back on that you really like were like, I, I really learned a lot from that guy. Is there somebody that comes to mind? I really respected everything he taught me. I think, I think most of the places I worked, you know, I got something out of it. Yeah, and there, you know, there's so many. Got, exactly, right? you know. Like, yeah, it's been, yeah, I, I learned different things in different places, you know, and that's yeah. why you do that, you know. And for, you know, I, you would stay, like, you know, I did my two years apprentice, and after, you know, I worked in four or five different restaurants over the years, you know, you stay like a, a year or two, you know, and, uh, okay. and move on, you know. Yeah, I, I think that, that people still do that nowadays. I do that. Like, I, yeah. I, you know, learned from working at different places. There's, you know, stuff that I learned exactly. from, from working with you. Uh, I learned, like, you know, some pretty classical French desserts uh -huh. working here. I learned uh, one of my favorite risottos I learned uh -huh. working here with you. Did you ever work any any like odd jobs that weren't related to to working? I mean, or related to being a chef? Not really, no. Oh, really? Not really. Nice. That's that's you, you know, found you found your lane uh, and yeah, uh, yeah, I just keep doing it. Yeah. yeah. Is there um, is there a specific place in in France that you'd recommend someone who wanted to cook to go? Like, is there is there one region that well, not not really, you know. No. I think it's a. I think it's a. Thing just slides right out. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a. It's a, Every region got their interest, you know. It's a, obviously Paris is like the place and like uh, it's a big city. It's been where you're gonna find. It's kind of like the like the Los Angeles or like San Francisco. You know? After Lyon, it's like it's like it's considered as a. The capital of the food, you know. It's oh, okay. Called, and it's like uh, that's why a lot of chefs started and thing. And uh, it's it's a good place to visit if you like food, you know. Yeah. Is there is there uh, could you recommend you know young people who wanted to go cook to to go over there? Is that something that people can still do? Or? I think it's harder harder to do, you know. Like uh, if you want to go work, you know, it's hard to get visa and. and yeah, you know, there's like a lot a, of other... Like, you know, it's like uh, same thing for me when I first came, or maybe not, maybe I'm not the right example, but uh, I, I got some, uh, when I first started here, I had some, uh, I brought some French guys here to work in the kitchen, and, mm -hmm. uh, but no, it's, uh, it's a lot harder to get the visa to be able to come. Yeah. So how did, um, did you try any other, any places in California, or did you just end up landing here in Paso? No, and I, no I, I, I first moved to uh, Los Angeles. Oh, okay. Yeah. I came, uh, I was working for, uh, in partnership with somebody in, uh, in France, and uh, we opened a restaurant in LA. Okay. That's in the early 90s, and, uh, and he asked me to come for, uh, help the opening for, for a couple months, and Twenty-five years later, I'm still here. Yeah. Yeah. How long did um, so before that? Were you are? How long had you been cooking, or how long have you been like experienced in in the restaurant? Uh, 
Uh, if you could put a number, it doesn't have to be exact. Yeah, you know, like uh, 15 years. Maybe. Okay. So then you were you were coming to be like the, were you coming to be like the kitchen mind? Were you? Yeah, it was like, uh, we were going to do a French bistro in uh, in Los Angeles, you know, in Santa okay. Monica. And uh, it's mean, I, I came just, uh, we had the staff in place in LA, you know, to uh, to operate the restaurant and thing. And I just came to, uh, to, uh, to kind of like teach them the menu and make sure everything was done properly, Show them the, the way the we wanted it, right and techniques. everything to the chef over there. On, uh, okay. And uh, so I, mean, I was there for like three weeks and I get the opening of the restaurant going and I went back to, to Paris oh. to what I was doing, you okay. know. And uh, like a few days after, uh, after I was back in Paris, I got a phone call from the, the owners from the restaurant in LA saying, well, you, you, need, you need to come back because... Uh, <laughs> we need help. <laughs> no, no, it was not that because it, they, what happened, they had, you know, it is in LA, you know, it's like we got the press the first couple of weeks, we got all the press coming and, yeah. thing, and the LA Times uh, uh, published an article saying I was a resident chef over there, you know. Oh, nice. It's been, uh, so you had it's to been come. people, I have to be there. You, know? <laughs> you have so to be making appearance. Said, okay, well, let's talk, you know, let's see yeah. what I can do, you know. Yeah. And I ended up coming back for a few more months, you know. Okay. And, uh, and you don't really go back, you know. Yeah. How did, um, how did Paso fall into the, the, the mix? Uh, it's like, uh, it's been, I worked in LA for three years. Same, same Place? Yeah, same place. We kind of moved the restaurant to a different location, but it was still the same, uh, okay. same place. And uh, that's where I met my wife in LA. Oh, nice. And uh, from there... Shout out to Lori. Huh? I said shout out to Lori. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Hopefully she's watching. <laughs> no, no, in the camera. Oh, uh, Hopefully she's watching. <laughs> uh, very careful what I say. <laughs> No, it's been now. It's been we uh, when you know we got married and decided to stay in California. Okay. And uh, you know, like I think many chefs, I wanted to uh, open my own restaurant, but uh, I just didn't want, I didn't want to stay in a big city. I was done with the big cities. Yeah. I think I wanted to more like uh, establish something in this smaller town and thing, and that's why. And uh, a good friend of mine was, uh, I was very good friend with uh, Michel Richard in Los Angeles also, who was like a okay. famous French chef, and he just passed away a couple of years ago, actually. But, uh, and uh, one of his partner on thing, who I knew also, offered me a job in Moor Bay. Oh. Uh, it's when I came to the inner Moor Bay for, uh, for a year to kind of like... So it kind uh, of just happened. Yeah, it's because I told him I was interested to, to move away from LA. Yeah. So when he offered me the job, and he was like uh, going his way and going my way, you know. I would come here and help them to kind of uh, rebuild their restaurant mm -hmm. and make it more, make it nicer. On, uh, and uh, in for my time here, I would try to meet as many people as I could. Yeah. And uh, find it be the right place for me to open the restaurant, you know. Okay. I mean, I did every, uh, for that year or year and a half I worked over there, I did every wine and food event I could do, you know. Yeah. I would go to everything, you know, nice. like from the KCBX Wine Classic to the, to all the small events on the coast and the thing, Test of St. Louis. And anything stand every, out? Everything. Everything. I, I would do everything. Anything stand out from and that I time? Made, uh, well, you know, I meet people at everything, you know. Yeah. And, uh, and from there, we kind of started to look at uh, places to open a restaurant, you know. 
and you know San Luis Obispo, you know South. We looked at Santa Ines also. We looked at uh, Cambria. We almost did something in Cambria. It didn't happen. And Pastor Orbros, and that's why I did a lot of wine events here too. Yeah. I did a lot of winemaker during that year yeah. too. And, that's a good and, way to network. And that's what uh, that's why we choose Pastor Orbros, you know. Yeah. And uh, there was some of the the established already winemaker at the time, like Gary Eberly and John March mm -hmm. and those guys. And I went to them and I said, hey, what, what do you guys think about the opening of French restaurant in Paso Robles? Yeah. You know, I'm talking about, uh, you know, uh, 1995 or something like that. Dang, you know, yeah. It was not that much, you know. Yeah. And uh, one thing Gary Eberly told me was, uh, it's like he said, oh, you were asking me 10 years ago, I said, you're crazy. Five years ago, maybe okay. I think now is the time. Now is the time? Now. Yeah. 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 Whose choice was it? That was Louis. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I, I like to get my face out of the restroom and now I'm on the And then now you're wall, you now know? you're on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so Everly he's he's he, he says yes, now's the yeah, time. Yeah, you know, he was you know, it's been I kind of follow their advice. It's okay, let's let's Because he's keep part the of the, the like original ten, right? Ten was uh, uh, the yeah, you know, when I first, well, at the time I was there, there was maybe 30 winery maybe. Yeah, right? You know, yeah. And, and uh, you know, things have changed since, you know? Oh, I know. I mean, I don't, I haven't, I'm pretty far removed, but last time I checked, there was 330 or something. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, it just something keeps, like yeah. it just keeps, Yeah. everybody's a winemaker now. I but it's good, you know? I mean, it is the region. So back then, when there was only 30 wine wineries, like you being from from France, were you like a celebrity? You were, you you just had wine. No, no, you know, you don't come in Paso Robles to be a celebrity. That's why I chose to come here. Well, you know? I don't mean like that, <laughs> but I mean like everybody would talk to you about wine. Yeah, oh yeah, you know, everybody. Uh, you have to have every every wine on your wine list, you know. But, yeah, uh, that's. But you know, it was also it was also different. Uh, the restaurant changed over the years too. You know, it's been when you first started. You, you, you you don't want to scare people away by doing something too uh, too out there, too fancy. Or yeah, too, you know. And uh, I think over the years we we change uh, we change what we were doing and what we were serving and everything. You know, a little bit at a time with what the people want. You know, okay. and uh, and uh, you know that's why after uh, after. Uh, 15, 16 years, we did, you know, we were doing mostly only like testing menu, four or five course testing menu, paired with wine. And, uh, was that always the plan? No, that was not the plan, you know. Yeah, that, that was kind of the idea, mm -hmm. but you, you, you don't know what's going to happen until you start, you know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we, we, you know, we changed with that, you know. And uh, now a year ago, we started to change again, you know, trying to kind of rebrand a little bit and... Uh, and uh, and do uh, go back to a more simple menu and thing. Okay. Because you know, I think we gotta we gotta change, you know. Yeah. So in your in your 22 years here, you've done everything from. I mean, you used to be on 13th Street, right? No, no, I've always been here. Oh, you've always been right here. Yeah. This is where you had the the deli and everything too. Oh no, that was that was that was in the same time on the restaurant. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. So between that and then going from a bistro to. Uh, Brasserie. 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 What's the difference between a bistro and a and a brasserie? Well, it's been uh, I would say uh, 
a brasserie is a little more upscale than a bistro. Okay. But when we started, you know, being bistro Laurent, at the, when we first started, we were a bistro. After 15 years, we were not a bistro anymore. We became more like like an upscale restaurant, you know. Okay. And uh, it's mean, in one way, we downscaled to where we were. Mm-hmm. As a, as a more upscale restaurant, yeah, yeah. but we upscale of a bistro, you know. Okay. If you understand what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So you're yeah. like a yeah, like a a nicer bistro. Yeah. If, if we know the way we do, it's more like a, it's more like doing more things like people can come and uh, have a half a dozen oysters at the bar and a, and a glass of wine and 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 just move on, you know, and things okay. like that. And you know, you don't have to admit. People I don't, still don't want to kind of lose what I built in in 20 years, you know. So, in, you know, people still want, I still want them to come for, celebrate their birthdays or anniversaries on, on special occasion, you know. Yeah, so you're kind of a little bit of both. Try to give a little bit of everything, you know. Yeah, that, because, I mean, that, did you, did you see a need for that little kind of small, yeah, small I think people like type I think people like more, more like, more like the convivial stuff, you know, more like a group common, you know, sharing stuff yeah. and, uh, and things mm-hmm. like that. And people really enjoy that part, you know. That's what we do now. Yeah, and then so there. Do you still do the tasting menu? That was one of my favorite things that you did. We just do it once a week now. Okay, on, Thursday on night, Thursdays, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. That's um, that was what. Yeah, like I said, one of my favorite things. Is there anything that that you wanted to try or that you did try that just didn't take that you really wish did uh no not really you know we probably moved around moved along with with what what people want okay. lis- listen you were pretty you, you gotta open. listen to your customer yeah. you know and think, you know i still have my idea of what i want and what i do you know is there more more change on the horizon? What's the no 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 more change? You know, it's just like uh, like we talked about the wine club before, and that's mm-hmm. one thing I really want to focus on. You know, okay, and, and uh, keep on. Uh, and I really enjoy doing that. Those party we do, and this year we're gonna do a couple trip in France with some of the wine club members. Oh, nice! One in June, one in September, and uh, you know, people have been asking about that on the. Okay, I don't know, you know, and we've been thinking about it, and we put it on and send an email, and within within few hours, you know, we sold out those two weeks. You know? Oh, really? It's been uh, that's a good. It's been a yeah. Good it's it's like it's gonna be fun, you know. We're gonna take people in France, and uh, we're gonna rent uh, like a villa in Provence. Okay. And uh, every day, I'm gonna plan a little, a little something, something to do. To you know, do. go to yeah. a winery one day, go to visit a little town. Uh, Historical town another day and thing, and on our way back, I'm gonna be we're gonna be uh, shopping for dinner. Oh, and then you're gonna cook there and too. I'm gonna cook for dinner. Have a little and, cooking uh, class or yeah, get people involved. You know, yeah. I don't want to do all the work too. You know. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's been, uh, and uh, we're gonna do a we're gonna do a dinner every night. You know, and shop for wine and thing and uh, okay and enjoy. No, oh, that sounds awesome. How uh, how long are your trips gonna be? It's gonna be one week each time. Okay, so like seven days there, or yeah. does that include one day flying for each day? No, we're going to meet, you know, it's like we're not, uh, <coughs> we're just planning the week over there, you know, like uh, we're going to meet, we're going to meet our guest at, uh, oh, okay. at, we said, okay, such day we're going to meet at such such place, you yeah. know, and we're going to go there and we're going to 
rent a couple of car and here we go uh, without without saying too much info about the people that are going is everybody could you say everybody's local like everybody not everybody's going? local we have uh, mo mostly mostly but we have few people from uh, from LA and uh, we have a couple from Las Vegas we oh, have, nice. yeah no we it, a little, it's only one club. I think our wine club our wine club is probably 75% local and 25% from that. Is there is there anybody else around here who's doing French like a French wine club with French varietals and I not French varietals so. but I don't think so. I don't think so. No. I don't think so. That's you good. know yeah, you obviously find every winery does uh, their own right does have their wine club and a lot of uh, a lot of the winery organized trip in Europe too, you know, one thing. Like okay. But it seems like most everybody does those cruises and stuff like that, you know. Like on a big boat? On a big boat or on a smaller boat on the river cruise and things like that. Okay. A lot of wineries do that. Yeah. But uh, I didn't want to do that. I, I don't really like cruises. No, I don't that. like getting drunk you on know? boats. It's not, no. it's not my favorite thing to do. <laughs> I get scared about yeah. falling over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really, uh, that's what, you know, we, we, we like to be different. Yeah. But the the opposite of that is I used to have to drink before getting on a plane. Yeah. But now I'm now I'm better about it. So I've only ever been to to wineries here. Is there a big difference between a French winery and a winery here, or are they all kind of? No, there's not so much difference. It's, it's you know especially uh, in you know the difference is like in France a lot of the a lot of the winery goes from. Uh, Grandfather to the father to the you know oh, it's like family. It's generation you they know they go way back. Been a lot right? of the wineries been established for uh, hundreds, hundred, two hundred years. Yeah. You know it's been you know here everything is newer. You know mm -hmm. and and you know that's the big biggest difference. You know but uh, no you know still making wines. Yeah. You know? Okay. And, uh, just just the language and the time. Exactly. That's, you know that's pretty the situation. Much, and, uh, okay. Yeah. The um. Is there a, is there, without like saying anything bad, is there a big difference between French wine and Paso wine? Like what is the one thing that you could say, because well, well, they try to do the same bridles, right? They try to do the same, do they try yeah, to do the well, same bridles? Yeah, well in France there's more regulation, you know? Okay. It's been, uh, you know, if you are in Burgundy, you can only pretty much do oh. Chardonnay and Pinot Noir, you know? They don't let no, you... No, you cannot do anything else. If you are in Bordeaux, it's the same thing, there's certain varietal you're, you're allowed to use. Okay. In the Rhone, same thing, certain varietal you're able to use, you know? Is there here a, in California, a you can... That's why you see wine here in, uh, you know, and a good example, Stéphane from L'Aventure, you know, uh, is... Uh, experience in France in Bordeaux and he moved here like you know getting a little more freedom you know yeah here you can blend the Syrah and the Cabernet in France you cannot do that no way no. so there's more I mean they if probably have Bordeaux, their reasons right if, huh? do they have their reasons they it's, have to they've been doing it for hundreds yeah, of years yeah yeah you have to have regulation in the you know in some of the stuff you have to have regulation you know it's like okay. a, for the appellation and it's why you know, it's not really my place to talk about that. You would, of course, more yeah. talk about the the winemaker one thing. We know more than me about that. But it's like, yeah, it's what here has been has been also the region of Paso Robles has been divided in in few different uh, area. You know, like you have the Willow Creek district and the and the Adelaide district and the, you know, it's been just I think 
I don't know exactly how many it is, but I think there's 10 different districts in Paso Robos now. Okay. And, you know, you can have only the appellation. And in France, that's what it is too, you know. Yeah. But except, the re you know, different country, smaller country than uh, than here, you know. It's like, here, you know, most of the wine, even if I think every uh, state in the country almost make wine, you know. Now, yeah. And, I mean. Uh, you, you, you make wine in Vermont, in yeah. North Carolina, in... Uh, in Virginia, in, yeah. in, in Hawaii, you know, yeah. and, uh, you know, but most of it is probably made in California, I would say, but... Uh. Okay, um, so kind of touching back on, on to, to cuisine, so I know, like, one of my, another thing that I love about working here is you have all these cookbooks out, uh -huh. out here. Uh, where do you find inspiration for, for stuff when you're making your tasting menu, or... When the seasons are coming the around. Menu well, Thursdays, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. But uh, so when you're doing new things, where do you... Well, I think first uh, uh, I use my experience. Okay. You know, things I did in the past, something, and you try to kind of uh, adapt it to, to the situation and to the region mm -hmm. we are on, uh, on the product we have, on thing like that. And, uh, you know, it's always good to, to, to see some other stuff, eat in some other restaurant. And, yeah. All over the country on different places. Other and, ideas uh, and yeah, stuff. Exactly, you know, and you, you discover stuff, you know. And, okay. Uh, and read some books. And, uh, Do you, um, would you rather try a new, a new, a new plate or a new wine? Like, do you, if you could have a new experience in, would you rather have somebody give you a wine that you've never had or somebody give you like a... I like both. As we, well, yeah. we go back to what we said before, you know. They, they go both hand go in together, hand. They go, you know? they go together. I like to try something new with a new glass of wine. Um, so I know this is hard to just say without knowing what you're going to eat, but uh -huh. do you have like a favorite? Could you give me like a favorite bridal for a starter, for a fish, for a of steak, what? and for anything, a favorite wine? Oh, favorite wine? For not, not specific, right? Like not a specific wine, but a type. For a starter, for a fish, a steak, and a dessert. Yeah, I like. Uh, I would say uh, I, I like everything, you know. Yeah. But, uh, I like for red wine, you know, for a main course, I would, I, you know, I think Chateau Neuf du Pape, Gigondas is my my favorite region in uh, okay. Southern Rhone. Uh, but I like a good Bordeaux. I like Cabernet. Yeah. Uh, and. Uh, what about anything for dessert? Start, you, have to start with a, you can start to finish with a sparkling wine, you know. Like yeah. Champagne, I like bubbles, you know. I like I like the finish with the sparkling wine. Yeah. That's one of my favorites. Yeah. That. It all depends what we have, you know. Yeah. And, you know, I like ports. I like, uh, yeah. That's what I was saying because without, I know it was going to be hard to answer without uh -huh. saying a specific, yeah. Yeah. a specific, yeah, you know, exactly. food that you're eating. Yeah. Uh, what's the, what's the original wine? Is there is there anything that you could think of like the oldest bridal? The, is it Bordeaux? Bordeaux seems no, pretty. No, well, seasoned. wine was being made way before that, you know, like yeah. the, in the Roman time, yeah. the Greek time, you know, and the Egypt and things. Did know. they have a specific type, or they I, just? Throw I don't know what was there. a what was a grapes growing at that time. Yeah, there's just I I don't know either. It just came up in my head right yeah. now. Uh, is there any other type of cuisines you like to cook? Like, are you at home making a lot of Asian food or? Not really, not really. I like a little bit of everything, you know. Okay. But, uh, you know, yeah, I like Asian food. I like, you know, I like sushi a lot. Yeah. I like, uh, I like Chinese food. I like, uh, 
I like uh, I like Mexican food. Okay. Yeah, yeah I mean, you can't go wrong. Food. Yeah, yeah, no, I like a little Food's bit. Food's good. I mean, I think yeah. we touched on this a couple of times. Yeah. Food is one of you exactly. Know, you know, you need it. You gotta to, try different things. You know. Yeah. It'd be too boring if you eat the same thing all the time. Is there um, is there? Oh, so it looks like we're we're kind of winding down. We got okay. two or three minutes or so okay. left. Um, is there uh anything that that you'd like to to talk about that you got going on in the restaurant maybe the wine club or no no we already talk about the wine club you know okay. that's one thing i really enjoy doing and uh, you know i'm planning to kind of like uh, develop it by doing more like you know like those trips we talked about and do some more special events you know wine on food thing uh, yeah maybe some cooking class and stuff like that and, uh, but you know, i need the time you know yeah and, uh, it's like but uh, no it's uh, everything's going good you know it's like, okay Still having fun, you know. You got to do it when you're still enjoying what you're doing. It's that's the most important thing. So one of my one of my favorite things about another thing I've said like three favorite things about working here. One of my favorite things about working for you was you know you you do this really nice Christmas party. And when I the last one I remember you did have like a nice uh, sushi platter out oh, there. Yeah. Where does uh do you wanna yeah <laughs> no worries we're almost there only four phone calls not yeah. bad <laughs> it's not bad yeah good morning hello yes yes speaking oh i'm not interested not interested sir Christmas party? You mean the employee Christmas party? Yeah, so you oh. you do like your employee Christmas party, uh, where you you invite everybody over. You have you have a uh, things for people to do. Uh -huh. You have food. Uh -huh. What type of things do you think are important to to keep your your staff together, to keep your staff happy? Other things? It's it's respect people and you know mm -hmm. see they are important you know and things. Actually, we change the Christmas party. We're gonna do a Christmas party in the summer this year. In the summer? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> With better weather, you can I, use your pool. I got a barbecue you know? for them. Okay, that's good. French barbecue? Is that a yeah, thing? Yeah, French barbecue. Okay. That's what's gonna be this year. Nice. Are you actually? But you can't cook at your own Christmas party. Yes, I will. The Christmas party is for my employees. It's not for me. You know? Okay. It's like, it's like I want to do it for them. Yeah, the way to give back. Yeah, exactly. The way to. Do people from the wine club get invited? <laughs> oh no, no, it's just the Christmas, the employee Christmas party. It's only for the employees. Okay, so what, what's it going to be now? It can't be a Christmas party in the summer. It's got to have a it's better. Gonna it's going to be, be a, a, it's going to be a holiday party. Holiday. It's always a holiday. Okay. Well, because in the, you know the problem is like uh, in the in You're December, busy, right? you know, it's like it's too. We're always too busy, you know. Mm -hmm. And we always like a pickup party for the wine club in the same time, and and the restaurants busy. And uh, we thought it would it would be more more fun. Like these people can be outside, they can have the pool and yeah. play games and uh, barbecue, man. Exactly. People love that here. Yeah. Uh, so thank you again, Laurent. So Thanks. how can how can people get a hold of you? How can where can people can come to the restaurant? What's the? Oh, uh, it's been you know we are downtown Paso Robles. Okay. Have, you know and. Uh, and uh, you can find us at BL Brasserie down in the park. We have uh, Instagram. We have an. We have in, what's uh, the the Instagram name is? It's on the BL Brasserie. Okay. Yeah. And, and then, uh, oh, what's the BL for? BL, BL. That's a good question. 
Bistro Laurent. It, okay, that's what I thought. I didn't want to assume that. <laughs> um, and then what else? I mean, what do you? What's the the phone number that people can call? Phone number. It's eight zero five two two six eighty one ninety one. Eighty one ninety one. And I'll put a link to all that okay. in the show notes. Yeah. For and, uh, we have uh, one store also next door. Okay. And people can adjust onto the restaurant. Yeah. Nice. So people come by, call, check them out on Instagram, yeah. and sweet man. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for your time. This fun. Right. Thank you. Cool. Thank you.